Hello and welcome to Wait For Real, a true crime and paranormal podcast. I'm Grace. And I'm Katie. And welcome to our spooky special, which is Halloween. Yes, happy Halloween, friends. Happy Halloween. It's the best day of the year. It is. I just hope that it, I have trick-or-treaters. <laughs> I do too. I, I just want do. I just want at least like one trick-or-treater, you know? I hope so. I have asked people in the neighborhood and they have not had trick-or-treaters in like five years. Oh boy. But there's, there's hope. Somebody has to walk their dog by at some point. That's true. <laughs> just start throwing be, candy at people. It doesn't even have to be a child. It can be anyone. Yeah, really. literally anyone. If you, <laughs> like my address is blank, blank, blank. No, I, well, so I actually saw, um, my friend, Melissa, who avid listener of the pod. What up, yes. Melissa? Their county did like trick or treating on Saturday. Yeah, this is more uh, common nowadays for kids and stuff. They'll do yeah. like trick or treating on days like on that are on weekends and stuff if it's if they think it's going to be safer. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, well, she had a ton of trick or treaters. She said like a hundred to one hundred and fifty. Wow, that's insane. And I said, send me that good juju. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just want one trick or treater. <laughs> Maybe I'll get a few and I'll be really excited. I don't know. I'll report back not this week, but next week, obviously. Yes, because we're recording Halloween and then the episode that comes out November 1st. November 1st. That's wild. Is it an election year? Yeah, uh, next okay. year. Okay. But we have like small elections or something this year. I don't know. I got to think it says I got to go vote for something. I think it's just reminding you to make sure that you're all set up. Before. Yeah. Because I got one too. From the county. Okay. Okay. Good to know. We care about politics here. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, here's to hoping you all have a safe and fun Halloween. Yes. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. That's right. Send us pictures of you in costume. Yes. I went as an alien. That's right. And everyone else was dressed as an alien. (laughs) Real original, Grace. Your alien costume is very cute, though. Thank you. One year I want to be... Like, I just want a costume that people, like, walk by and they're like, damn. Yeah. She figured it out, yes. you know? And I didn't see a lot of that this year. I feel like that's something you have to start planning, like, November 1st. You just, like, really I'm have to commit. already planning for yeah. next year, and I can't think of anything. <laughs> I need to start, like, a list of things that I could possibly dress up as. Seriously, we'll start, a, we'll start like, a shared file. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Okay, so anyways, for Halloween, are you doing a short story or something in the beginning? Yes, but I did want to say some news really quick, Um, like not true crime news, but just like news in general that I thought was really sad. Usually I wouldn't do this, but this um, is like such a big moment that Matthew Perry passed away, which is so sad. Oh, yeah. At 54. Did they say? Apparently he, it's an apparent drowning. They found him in his hot tub. Wow. Yep. No drugs or anything were found on scene, so. Shit. Yeah. Did he have a drug problem? Yeah, that was a big thing with the like later seasons and friends. Like you'll see his weight fluctuate a lot, and so it was because of his addiction. Wow. Yeah. I actually never watched Friends. I think I knew this. Yeah. I, however, love Friends. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's okay. I mean, we're allowed to watch different shows, but I did just want to say, you know, like rest in peace and Yeah. We're sad to see him go. Yeah, definitely. Oof. Not Grace, though. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Grace is like, who is that? Literally, last night when we were all at the bar, like, somebody, it, like, was announced, and somebody, like, showed somebody on their phone, and it was a whole thing, the whole entire bar. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's crazy. Sad. It is. But for Halloween. Yes. We are doing just a really short ghost story. And it was submitted via Reddit um, and then later ended up on BuzzFeed. Okay. So it says, last night, a friend rushed me out of the house to catch up, or to catch the opening act at a local bar's music night. After a few drinks, I realized my phone wasn't in my pocket. I checked the table where we were sitting at, the bar, the bathrooms, and after no luck, I used my friend's phone to call mine. After two rings, someone answered, gave out a low, raspy giggle, and hung up. Nope. It's they, their phone now. Yeah, right. You can have it. Uh, they didn't answer again. I eventually gave it up as a lost cause and headed home. I found my phone laying on my nightstand right where I left it. Ew. I know. Ew. I hate that. I hate that so much. I'm never calling myself. And now we are going to jump into our Halloween episode. Yes. So what are we covering for Halloween? We are covering... A murder, and this <laughs> murder. is the man who killed Halloween, or that's what it's known as. But many people will know this story. It's covered all the time around Halloween. And oh, I was going to say, I don't know it yet. Well, buckle up. <laughs> oh, boy. So on October 31st, 1974, we're in Deer Park, Texas. Okay. Ronald Clark O'Brien was eager to take his two children trick-or-treating, Timothy 8 and Elizabeth 5. Jim Bates, a family friend, and his two children would go with him as well. Okay. So they go out for the night. It's a little bit rainy, but they don't think anything of it. Um, At one house, the children went to the door but received no response. Ronald remained behind the group. After a minute or so, he caught up with them holding five giant pixie sticks. A sweet and sour powdered candy. Obviously, most people know what what it is, but it comes in like a straw-like tube. It's delicious and delightful. And he claimed that the neighbors were actually home and handing out this specific treat. When they arrived back at the Bates house, uh, Ronald O'Brien gave each of the four children one pixie stick. Okay. And then handed the last one. And this varies. It's either to a random trick-or-treater or to a boy who was like from the local church. Okay. So they were trick-or-treating and then this one house that they thought they didn't have anybody at. He then catches up to them as they keep walking, and he's like, no, no, they gave me these pixie sticks. Right. Okay. Before bed, uh, Ronald tells his children that, so at this point, the families have separated. Yeah. But he tells his children that they can have one piece of candy. Timothy decides on the pixie stick. The boy complained that the candy tastes bitter, so Ronald gave him Kool-Aid to help wash it down. About 30 seconds after, this is a quote from him. 30 seconds after I left Tim's room, I heard him cry to me, Daddy, Daddy, my stomach hurts. He would later tell police. Uh, He was in the bathroom convulsing, vomiting, and gasping, and then suddenly he went limp. Oh, my God. Timothy would die on the way to hospital less than an hour after eating the candy. When Timothy's body was brought to the morgue, the medical examiner recalled the scent of almonds coming from the boy's mouth, which is a telltale sign of cyanide poisoning. I don't think I could be a medical examiner solely because I don't want to smell things. Not everybody can smell uh, the smell that comes with cyanide poisoning. Yeah. I've heard the almond, though. Yeah. From you, probably, from this show. So. Probably not from me. We don't, I don't no. think we've ever talked about cyanide poisoning. Probably from, like, a crime show. The Jim Jones TikTok oh, I made a while oh, ago. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. <laughs> we don't talk about TikTok. Ew. That's right. Oh, who is that? Not us. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, even just the things you see just have to be ungodly. Yeah. 
mean, I the smell too, I think is horrible. They have specific stuff they rub under their nose. Yeah, it's like the smell of formaldehyde like haunts you. Yeah, I Oof. can't imagine. Anyways, sorry. And an autopsy would later confirm that Timothy had consumed enough potassium cyanide to kill two or three grown men. Oh my god. Police were able to retrieve the other four pixie sticks, all of which were uneaten and determined that someone had replaced the top two inches of each with granules of cyanide. <gasps> Holy shit. Yeah, so it could have killed all five, but it did not. Oh, my God. Investigators had both Ronald O'Brien and Jim Bates retrace their steps from Halloween night, but Ronald was giving conflicting accounts as to which house handed the poison candy. Yeah. Initially, he's of little help. At first, he kept saying... I don't know what home, and then I don't know which street, which a like police detective would later recall. Okay. Um, but then, but they only trick or treated on two streets, so it doesn't make any sense. Little kids cannot hang. What? Little kids can't hang. They like trick or treat for like five seconds and they're done. Yeah. I when I was a trick or treater, we were there. I think it was like two hours as trick or treating usually for us. I don't know about here in Florida. I don't remember. All I'm saying is that we. It was like 5.59 it started at 6. I was already at the next neighbor's house. I was ready to roll. I was running. Maybe it was the parents that took him back. I mean, yeah. Most parents are usually like, we're done. That's yeah. all the houses. Actually, there's only trick-or-treating on two streets this year. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he also told the police that he didn't see the person. All he could see was an arm. A few days went by, and it was incredibly frustrating. A uh, former DA would say they took uh, Ronald O'Brien out again and were pretty firm with him. Suddenly, it seemed that he had an epiphany. He pointed out uh, out the home of Courtney Melvin, but the only problem was that Courtney Melvin was an air traffic controller at William Hobby P Airport in Houston. Okay, and had an airtight alibi because he was working that night. Yeah. His wife and daughter were home and had turned out the lights early as they had run out of candy. So at this point, they're very suspicious of Ronald O'Brien. Well, yeah, especially because he's the one that showed up with the candy. Right. Mm, sounds a little suspicious. Right. So they start to learn that Ronald had financial problems and discovered that he had taken out multiple life insurance policies on his own children. Can you? I didn't know you could have a life insurance policy on kids. I think, I mean, yeah, obviously wow. you can, but I was like, I think you can. Ooh. That's what I was going to say, but Jeez. yeah, you can. Um, they also found a piece of adding machine tape. I don't know what that is. So like an old school adding machine would have like, they called it tape, but it looks like receipt paper. Someone's going to roast me for this. Are you doing like a calculator? Kind of. Yeah. Yes. But it has like the, yes. right. Yep. And so it's, that's exactly. what they find on it. Yep. On it, Ronald had written down the amount of each of his bills and the total came to almost the exact amount he stood to collect from the insurance uh, proceeds. As police began to dug deeper, they also learned that Ronald had inquired with several chemical companies on where to buy cyanide and jokingly asked how much it would take to kill a person. They found a pocket knife in Ronald's home and candy residue was on the pocket knife, which suggested that he had maybe mm. cut the pixie sticks open himself. Although Ronald played the part of a grieving father and maintained his innocence, after failing a polygraph, he was arrested on November 5th, 1974, and charged with Timothy's murder. So it was a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. In terms of them, like, figuring out this case and understanding that it was him. Right. Which is, yeah, I feel like we never see that. 
Yeah, but I mean, this is just horrific to do it to your own child. Yeah, that's fucked. And also to give it, sorry, I know you're getting ready to keep going, but I'm like, also to give it to the other children. Yeah, I guess to like try to throw suspicion off. That would be my guess. I don't know. That's just pure speculation. God. However, in reality, Ronald had difficulty holding down a job. So this is like we're going to talk about his financial situation. Okay. He was employed by 21 different companies over a 10-year period, which is crazy. And fired from each for negligence or fraudulent behavior. In the fall of 1974, uh, he was 30. He was on the brink of being fired again after his employer, Texas State Optical, suspected him of stealing money. His take-home salary was $150 a week, and it was barely covering food and rent. It was later discovered that he had more than $100,000 in debt, and he had defaulted on several bank loans, and his car was on the verge of being repossessed. Especially during, like, in the 70s to have that much debt? Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know what it's equivalent to, but that's... That's insane. Wow. So, did the wife... Are you going to talk about her at all? Mm -hmm. No? Like, she just... Like, she had to have known that they were, like... No, I doubt she did. I guess, yeah, in the 70s, it was probably, like, he took more control of the finances. Yeah, I'm sure. Or the lack of control, sir. Yeah, right. What the fuck? So, according to Johnny Johnson, who is a forensic psychologist and private investigator, poisoners as a group, like people who poison, typically lack empathy and evidence uh, by the premeditated nature in which they kill and the cold calculating strategy they often use. Quote, poisoning is also an instrument for someone who is kind of cunning and sneaky, not somebody who is going to be physically or verbally aggressive. Okay. They're also more likely to be polite behind the scenes, and as a result, they tend to to fool people. Yeah. But Ronald obviously didn't fool people. Yeah. And on June 3rd, 1975, after less than an hour of deliberation, Harris County jury convicted him of murder and sentenced him to death. Wow. After being found guilty, he appealed his case multiple times, twice to the Supreme Court. Uh, Back then, the constitutional issues surrounding the death penalty were far less settled than they are now. So the attorney had quite a bit to work with in terms of appealing his case. Now, um, DeWitt wrote the brief uh, for... Ronald O'Brien's final appeal in 1979 stating, quote, the facts were extensive and horrible. As I recall, the last sentence of my oral argument to the court of criminal appeals was something like, if these facts do not support the jury's death sentence, then there never will be facts that will basically saying like, this is as horrible. Yeah. Like this is pretty clear cut. And yeah. So in the end, all appeals were denied and Ronald O'Brien was executed by lethal injection on March 31st. 1984. Pretty quick turnaround there, too. That's a very quick turnaround. And Um, it's Texas, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was at the Texas State Penitentiary at Huntsville. Jeez. Um, His last words were, what is about to transpire in a few moments is wrong. I would forgive all who have taken part in any way in my death. I mean, you were a murderer. You murdered your child. So, like, get fucked. Yeah, for money. Like, literally screw you. Yeah. Like, you just... mm, I like wanted to say something and I was like, that's a Grace's inside thought. <laughs> Respect. Um, that is so fucked. Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, he is now known by the nicknames The Man Who Killed Halloween, also known as the Candyman, not to be confused with the urban legend of the Candyman. There's a different one. Yes. Oh. That's not what they're They should have really gone with like the Pixie Stick Man. 
doesn't roll off the tongue, you know? <laughs> he also never confessed to his crimes, obviously, by his last what words. What a fucking like, asshole. Uh, but there are theories as to why he chose to poison the candy to carry out the murder. And it was thought that he was aware of the urban legend about Halloween poisoners and cynically assumed that his use of cyanide lace candy would deflect suspicion from him to some anonymous boogeyman. Um, and nearly 50 years later, Brian or Ronald O'Brien's legacy continues to haunt those familiar with the case. Uh, DeWitt again, who had wrote the ruling on. Yeah. He said, I spent a month of my life working on it. It has burned into my brain. Uh, as you might imagine. So I like want to know like where his daughter's now, you know what I mean? I don't know, but leave her alone. <laughs> well, yeah, but I just like, Oh, I feel so bad. She was also, five. She probably doesn't remember any of it. That's true. And also let's talk about the fact that like he, I mean, I'm saying it's a very fortunate situation that none of the other kids ate it. It is very fortunate. Like that's insane to me. If I was the family friend, I'd be so pissed too. I'd be like, you gave my kids like poisoned. Oh my God. I mean, at that point I'd be fucking on the stand being like this motherfucker. Yeah. And I mean, he would have my, I'd, I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to fight. I don't even have children. Respect. It's like people, oh my gosh, this just got me fired up. Cause I was thinking about the fact I don't have kids, but we have cats. Yeah. It's like people that purposely leave out rat poison. So dogs eat it. That's so fucked. That is so messed up. Also, if you have a black cat, you know the rules. Keep them inside on Halloween. Oh. People do go after them. Well, so there's a black cat in my neighborhood. His name's Jack. And Jack runs the streets. He does whatever he wants. And honestly, like, he won't come inside and I respect it. If anything, he's going to bully us. As he should. On Halloween. Like, he's going to walk by and, like, shit on my porch. (laughs) As he should. He's going to flip the script. He really is, though. Good for him, (laughs) honestly. That, I can't, oof. I want, okay, first of all. Can you just buy cyanide? That's a thing? No, I would imagine now it would be very difficult. I, would and I hope think so. if you're like calling companies and jokingly asking, like, hey kids, oh, how do you kill, like, how much would it take to kill someone? Like, those companies are going to be raising those alarms, like, real quick. Like, you're, you're not getting away with that. Yeah. Like, also, I mean, we've seen in other cases, like, how much is tracked now on, like, what you purchase and where you're purchasing. Everything and when. is tracked. Like, everything you're doing is tracked. Like Everything. don't <sighs> phone calls are recorded. No. Amazon searches. Yeah. You know, yeah. all of that, that poor Amazon search history. I know. I'm like, please, you know, what? whatever. <laughs> I don't Especially, even care anymore. Do you ever Google things whenever you're like trying to remember what it is, but you can't like formulate the words. So so you just give you... a whole bunch of context. That's like not helpful. Yeah. I'm always like the orange thing with the like pointy tip. <laughs> like, <laughs> I look back on my search history and I'm like, what the fuck happened to me? Sometimes like, I'll be trying to remember what a true crime case was. So I'll have to do that. But like in true crime and I'm like, oh, I definitely seem like a, it's like, I'm the problem. It's like strangulation, yeah. but like in a park. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Under a bench. Like <laughs> 1970s. Uh, <laughs> the computer's place. like, you've been reported. I'm like, okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. This tracks. Yeah. This tracks. Okay. So uh, it was a short episode, but very very horrible one i mean i'm glad that they caught him right away obviously yeah i mean same i've i've never heard of this yeah I've, i mean I, like i said i think we've said this multiple times like we've heard of you know people that poison candy and right all that, that urban, stuff. urban legend yeah. has been around a long and time. i still think we definitely need to cover i need to cover the um tylenol murders yes 
because that's super interesting. That's like terrifying. Yeah. Well, now I'm afraid to eat candy, so. You're welcome. Don't worry. Give me like 20 minutes. I'll be hungry. Yeah, right. Though. <laughs> Are pixie sticks even still a thing? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the pixie sticks that you could get inside the, like, the candy store where you could fill it up yes, yourself? Yes, that's what I was thinking of. Oh, man, that Those was good, good shit. Yeah. That was the good old days. I know. I think they still have them in, like, candy stores. I honestly could not tell you the last time I went to, like, just, like, a... We went to a candy store in Seattle, right? Nope. In... Savannah? <laughs> nope. Um... <laughs> Port Townsend? Yes. Yes, we did. We did. I feel like they bust, They probably had pixie sticks. They probably did. We just missed out. Mm. There was a lot going on. There was. I was so focused on finding ice cream. <laughs> Let's be real. Yes, which we did. <laughs> ice cream on one side, candy on the other. We great. did. We did. So make sure whenever you're eating your candy tonight, check the seal. <laughs> That's right. You well, should be doing that anyways. I mean, yeah. Don't but eat. also, I don't know that children are listening, so. <laughs> the youths. Yeah. All right. Well, if you're a parent, I don't even know if any parents are listening, right? Like, like I think eh. parents would do that anyways. Yeah. What's your take on um, like homemade candy treats? And we stuff? talked about this last week. I know, but like, I mean, no, don't eat it. <laughs> I feel like if someone made me some like oatmeal cookies, I'd might eat it. Some random person. I love a good oatmeal Grace, cookie. Grace, no. You don't know that they're not accidentally glutening you. That's fair. That's true. It's not even just about like, oh my gosh, they could be poisoning you. It's about not knowing what's in that. You cannot trust people. If this podcast has taught you anything, <laughs> come on. Grace, like I will I'm actually, like, I will get into that van for the candy. Thank you. Like literally like the van door opens and I'm like, all right, let's go. They're like oatmeal cookies. And That's she's like, like okay. I, something about an oatmeal cookie just really just, Grace, I don't know. It just Grace, sounds Grace. right. Someone right. get this woman some oatmeal cookies. I mean, you're the one that knows how to bake. I'm looking at you. <laughs> I'm going to bake them right now so you don't go, <laughs> go home with a stranger. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love this. This is interesting. I've never, like I said, I've never heard it, but I feel like it's really fitting for obviously Halloween. Yes. Um, let me see if I can find some good news about Halloween. I'd love that. Find something about uh, Halloween candy. I have a good news one about Halloween candy, Perfect. actually. Okay, so this isn't really a story. It's more of like a PSA, which we sort of hinted at last week because Mackenzie talked about it whenever she was saying that she provides non-candy alternatives for kids. It's- and it's called the Teal Pumpkin Project. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. I like knew the gist of it, but I didn't really get, I didn't know that like there was so much at play until I saw this the other day in an article. So basically what this is, is that you provide a teal pumpkin Mm -hmm. outside your house that has candy alternatives in it. And this is supposed to signify that you're a house that's safe for kids that have allergies and kids that even like, I mean, I think it's more for the parents to recognize because at the end of the day, some of these kids think that they might be able to have candy and they can't like that would be very, that would be so sad to have to take it away from them. So basically, the foodallergy.org has this project, and they also now have a map. So basically, it says, make your home easy to find for those on the hunt for non-food treats. The more homes added to the map, the more inclusive and therefore more fun we can make Halloween. And so basically, if you're going to provide a candy alternative this year, you can put your location or your neighborhood on this map. And then that way, they know that like certain kids like... 
you don't have to put your actual address. You just put neighborhood. Yeah. So it's less like stalkerish, but it's an opportunity then for people who have children that cannot eat candy. They can find a neighborhood that has more of those markers. Yeah. So they have a good time trick or treating. That's amazing. Can we link that below so that people can find safe neighborhoods if they're looking for it? I don't know how many parents we have that listen, but I don't know. It's the cutest freaking thing ever though. I love that. Yeah, and they have, like, a ton of, um, like, on that website, they have a ton of promotional items, and, like, they tell you what types of things you could give out, because then you also have to think, like, choking hazards and and materials that things are made out of, and all these different options, and I know, like, I say it, but, like, in my head, I know people are, like, I know people out there are always like, oh my gosh, like, it's 2023, we have to do this, I'm like, no, like, every kid deserves to trick-or-treat. I agree. And I hope trick-or-treating never goes away because I think it's amazing. And I love that we're now providing better opportunities for kids that probably wouldn't have been able to before. Right. So, yeah, that's my little PSA. I love that. That's a great PSA. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So this was our spooky special for Halloween. Yes. Um, like we always like to say towards the end, we want to make sure you like, follow, subscribe. Please leave us a review. We are on all major podcast platforms the reviews would probably be best on apple podcasts for us yeah i think spotify you can like rate but you can't leave reviews yeah go rate us on there then give me a five star give it to me (laughs) mine i want it um our tag is at wait for real pod and if you have any stories or any like you said like you want to send us some halloween costume pictures yes your pets dressed up in their little costumes please send them along we'll put them on our story yes we'll let everybody know about how cute yes I love it. Yeah. I feel like that's everything, right? I think so. All right. Well, with that being said, Uh, go to therapy. And don't forget to leave the lights on. (laughs) 